Praise the Lord. May you please bow our heads for a quick moment of prayer. Glorious Father in heaven, thank you for bringing us into your place of worship. Father, thank you that you shall open our hearts to hear the word that we shall receive today. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Good morning, all. How was your week? Um, I would firstly like to take this opportunity to thank Pastor for giving me the opportunity to stand here on this stage today. And I would also like to thank our teenage church coordinators and teachers for trusting me with doing this. Um, so before we start, I'd like to give a little testimony about myself, um, a little testimony about my life. See, when I was younger, starting from when I was around six months old, I was really sick in that everything I ate, I either stooled or vomited. So no food was essentially coming into my body because it left immediately. And I would, my parents would take me from hospital to hospital, from city to city. No doctor could prescribe what was wrong with me. No doctor could cure the sickness. And it went on until I was almost two years old. So that was for over a year and a half. I was almost two and I couldn't even walk. Um, it came to a point where I was on life support. I, had, I was given drip because I couldn't eat myself. And one random day, my dad was sitting in his office and God spoke to him and God told him to discharge me from the hospital. When he arrived at the hospital, the doctors obviously thought he was crazy, um, but my dad insisted that they must discharge me that day. Uh, so it came to the point where the doctors told my dad that they, he had to sign papers, which basically said that because my dad was the one discharging me, he was going against the doctor's advice, my death would not be on their hands. And when my dad walked into my um, where I was staying in the hospital. He was unplugging my drips. My mom and my grandma were with me every day at the hospital. My grandma was crying. My mom couldn't understand what my dad was doing because the, a couple months before that, my dad had told my mom that no matter from here on out, no matter what happens, you should know that we have both tried. So the doctors thought that I was going to die. My parents thought I was going to die. But God had told my dad that day to discharge me from the hospital, and that's what he did. So he was driving... And he didn't know what he was to do next. All he knew was that he was told to discharge me. So he was driving and eventually he took me home. So when he got home, he laid me on the floor. My mom and my grandma soon followed after. And my dad called everyone into the living room where he had put me down. He called all the maids, all the drivers. And a word came to him, Matthew 18, 19, that says, If two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. So holding on to that word, my dad told everyone in that living room to pray. So they began to pray, and they prayed. And midway through the prayer, I woke, I went to sleep. So by the time they finished praying, they realized I was asleep. So they all sat, and they waited. And eventually, I woke up, and when I woke up, I asked my mom for custard. So obviously, my mom was cautious because I haven't eaten anything on my own for over a year and a half. My dad told her, don't worry. We've prayed. It's done. Give her the food. So my mom gave me my custard, and they sat there and waited. And they waited, and they waited, but nothing happened. That was me healed, you know. Glory be to God. You see, that's a real story. That's genuinely the story of my life. I am a standing, living testimony. And why am I standing here before you all today able to tell this story? It's because of my dad's faith. So what is faith? If you could turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. 
you will see that it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Looking into the Amplified, you'll find that it says, Now faith is the assurance, title, deed, of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. In essence, faith is taking God at its word. In Romans, the Apostle Paul told us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So unless we know both God and his worth, we cannot say that we have faith. Continuing with Hebrews chapter 11, looking on to verse 3, we can see that it says, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. This is further explaining to you, you know, what faith is. The rest of the chapter goes on to give us great examples of men and women of faith in the Bible, where no matter what they were faced with, their faith stood strong, and God took them to the next level. Verse 7 of this same Hebrews 11 says, By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. So despite being scorned by those around him, Noah continued on with God's plans. He held on to his faith, to God, his faith in God. Genesis 6.22 perfectly summarizes this for us as it says that Noah did this. He did all that God commanded him. And why did he do all that God commanded him? Because he had faith in what God said. He had faith in what God had planned his life out to be. Look at Abraham from the same Hebrews 11 verse 8. It says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. Verse 9. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. See, Abraham staggered not on the promises of God. He had faith in God, and God made him the father of many nations. You know, God even told Abraham to go on and kill his son Isaac, and Abraham was ready to do it. Why? Because he had strong faith in God, that he knew that God had promised to make him the father of many nations, and he knew because the God he serves is an honest God. He knew God was going to make that come true. So no matter what God said he should do to make that happen, he was willing to make it happen. Continue scrolling through this chapter and you'll just see multiple examples. Notice how in these descriptions of these men and women of great faith, each verse starts by saying, by faith. Because without faith, without trusting God, they would not have accomplished what they did. Had it not been for my dad's faith in God, his faith in his word, had he not held on to that Matthew 18, 19 as he prayed, I would not be standing before you all today, an image of health. We have to have faith because without faith, it is impossible to please God. If you believe in the word of God, I promise you, your faith will work. 
Why do people fail? Because they, are, they lose sight of their faith. When the people of the world say there's a casting down, the children of God shall say there's a lifting up. Why? Because the God we serve has told us that we are made kings and princes. He has told us that we shall not suffer. If we have faith, we shall believe in that. And by the grace of God, we shall not suffer. We have to remove fear. In this world, there are many things to be feared and to worry about. But through all this, Hold on to your faith. You will be faced with challenges time and time again, but have faith that God will see you through. If you are going through any crisis, just look through the Bible. There is a word of faith for it. My dad hearkened onto and obeyed the word of God, and it worked for him. I am a living testimony that faith works, so it will work for you. So what are we waiting for? We need to believe. Believing in the word of God can take you to your next level. God has a special plan for each and every one of us. At times, it may seem like things may not be going your way, that things may not be going according to plan. But brethren, in these times, hold on to your faith. Hold on to your belief in God and his word, and he will see you through. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. So brethren, rest upon the promises of the Lord, and you will see yourself moving from glory to glory, from strength to strength. For nothing will be impossible with God. Amen. So I would like to conclude with a prayer, please. In Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus, glorious Father in heaven, thank you for opening our hearts to listen to this word today. Father, thank you that as we go out, we shall be walking in faith. Father, thank you that when people shall see us, they shall see the light of the world. They shall see the glory of God working in us in the name of Jesus, O Lord. Father, thank you that in whatever we do, Lord, have your way. Father, thank you because we know that we're going from glory to glory, from strength to strength. That as we go out into this world, we know that we are a chosen generation. We know that we are a royal priesthood. Father, we thank you for calling us out of the darkness and into your marvelous lights. Father, thank you because in that light we shine in the name of Jesus. Jesus, oh Lord. Father, thank you because you shall direct us onto the path you have laid out for us. Because we know that your word is the lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, thank you because we know that we have a path destined for us and that path is for glory in the name of Jesus, oh Lord. Father, thank you that you shall guide our path. Father, thank you that you know that you shall direct us. Lord, if anyone needs direction, Lord, please provide direction for them. Father, thank you because we know that we are blessed upon all spiritual blessings, O Lord. Father, thank you for sitting us in heavenly places. Lord, we thank you because you know that the blessings you have done for us in your humble, Lord. Father, thank you because you know you have done uncountable things for us, O Lord. And for that, we say thank you. For Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.